Have yourself a merry BB Christmas. Let your mochas be white. From now on, your husband's in the Starbucks Fashion's gone away for good. Faithful listeners are dear to us. Raise your Starbucks cup once more. Through the years, we'll be basically basic. Thank God for Jesus Christ to always raise. So have yourself a merry BB Christmas. Hey guys, it's Cammie. And it's Amanda. And we're Basically Basic. And it's the first episode of our Advent Series 2021. We are so excited and we want to be the first to say Merry Christmas, BBs. It is the best time of year. Merry Christmas. I'm pretty sure I did this last year. Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. That was amazing. Okay, no, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, that song is everything. Guys, I hope that your house feels super cozy. I hope that you have a tree up if you do that. Stockings. All of the special things that make you get in your Christmas feels. I'm fully in my Christmas feels. I'm so in my Christmas feels. And before we even do this episode, we have to tell you guys what we're doing tonight. Because talk about getting in the Christmas feels, which is very forced because it is legit 80 degrees in Texas right now. No, it's 80 degrees. Also, I have five things to say at once. Great. So I'm going to start. Here's how I know the spirit is with us in this first episode. We're in this room at Cammie's parents' house, and there's a bag sitting in front of us that says, wine is basically fruit. It <laughs> so, says basically fruit salad. No, oh, it, Even better. Even better. I didn't even see the bottom part. We're literally sitting on the ground in a closet in my parents' house. Yeah, and there is a bag filled with wine bottles that says wine is basically fruit salad. So I just feel like, I just feel like basically basic wine Let's is just encourage you with fruit. that truth so today. Let's just encourage you that the spirit is with us. First of all, um, second of all, I have a coffee that I'm drinking, not from Starbucks. It's from like a really cute coffee shop, local, um, redefined. If you guys are DFW people, you should check it's it out. It's so good. But I have a, like a cookie latte and it has actual sprinkles in it. Cookie sprinkles. When Amanda pulled up, I said, what are you drinking? Because it's an, yeah, it's an ice latte. And now at the bottom and maybe, were they at the top at the beginning? They were at the top. The colorful sprinkles were at the top at the beginning. They've migrated down South, but it's so good and so festive and so cute. I it's, think like it's like a layer like a Christmas of Christmas cookie latte. Yeah, of Christmas sprinkles. It's so cute. So I'm just... But yes, even though it's 80 degrees, I'm like... I'm trying to get in more of the Christmas spirit because I personally hate it. Yeah, the weather is not is not the vibe, but tonight we're going to a Christmas parade. So it's just going to add to all the Christmas feels that we're trying to get. And I know you're drinking a drink not from Starbucks, but I don't think we can kick off this Advent series no. without saying what has been... 
your go-to Christmas holiday drink so far? So in the fall, it was the pumpkin cream cold brew, none of the sweetener. So just good. Just the foam. It was so good. I've um, now transitioned into the Irish cream cold brew. It's so good. It's so good. But I also do no syrup. I do none of the no syrup. No syrup. So it's basically a cold brew with Irish cream foam. Oh, just nothing in is. the coffee. No, no like sweetener in the coffee. What do I they... like mine more cold brew. Right. What do they normally put in the coffee? <laughs> they normally put two pumps of Irish cream. Oh. Plus the Irish cream cold foam. So just so much Irish cream. So just it's a lot of Irish cream. It's a lot. <laughs> so you're just like, you know, a little bit less. Yeah. Like the foam on top. Uh-huh. I like the foam on top, but yeah. I like it more just coffee brewy taste. Yeah. Okay, well, my go-to drink has been a grande americano, as mm-hmm. usual, mm-hmm. two pumps of chestnut praline, mm-hmm. and then it depends on the mood, so I'm either, okay. because you've converted me to an almond milk girl, mm. I'm either getting it the two pumps of chestnut praline with steamed almond milk, okay, or I'm getting, if I'm feeling real crazy that okay. day, <laughs> I just get the grande americano, two pumps chestnut praline, and then I just ask for whipped cream on top with the chestnut praline topping, which is like oh. the sprinkles. And then the whipped cream like melts. And so you kind of get some cream. Okay. But it's whipped cream. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm it's with good. Starbucks should endorse us because you are a really hard sell. They, they honestly <laughs> oh, should. I was really, I want to go get go that. Go get it. It's so out of this morning. It's amazing. <laughs> that sounds amazing. So yeah, we're just in the Christmas feeling. But like we said, the reason why we love doing this Advent series was, la- I guess last year, so almost a year and a half ago, I came to Amanda with this dream that I felt like the Lord put on my heart, which was, well, one, it came out of a conversation, I think, of us just saying, like, how Christmas can be this time of year where you have the best intentions to keep the focus on the fact that it's Jesus's birth, it's him coming, but then life happens, mm-hmm. and there, there's so much, like, I feel like there's such an inundation with, like, just stuff, right? It's, like, oh, yeah. so many gifts to buy. You're, I'll say this in a second, but, like, even just, like, the amount of sales going on. Actually, oh I won't say it in a second. I'll say it right now. I get like overwhelmed FOMO with Cyber Monday and like Black yes. Friday. Do yes. you know what you I'm don't know about? where to start? I don't know where to start. And I also, okay, this is like my thought. It's like FOMO of sales because I'm like, I don't have enough money to buy all the things I want to buy, but I feel like I have to because they're on sale. And I'm like, if I miss on this sale, is it ever going to happen again? Right. Or yeah, exactly. Like if it's on sale, I have to buy I, it. Yeah, which is horrible. Also, mindset. to speak into this, I had kind of this like revelation the other day where so we have thanksgiving and thanksgiving is like be thankful for everything that you have then we go right into black friday cyber monday and it's like buy everything you need more buy stuff then we go into new year's and it's like purge and get rid of everything and start new i'm like what this is some mixed messaging people (laughs) like people i need to know so all that being said it's it's so true right like you get into the new year and you're like i'm gonna start fresh i need to like purge and like i don't need this stuff but like half of it didn't we just buy on like black friday and, and cyber monday then right in the smack smack of that the smack middle of that is, is christmas yes. which should be about jesus's birth but it ends up getting like you just get all this more stuff a lot of times yeah or you're like giving stuff you're like i hope that this person even likes it but like yeah. i have a lot of people in my world that are hard to buy for because Same. they already like you just get the things they yeah, need exactly. you know or like i live in a world of excess which is like a blessing to even say but it's mm-hmm. also just good to acknowledge of like majority of the people i'm buying for don't need the things i'm buying for them right. they're like want them it's a gift of love yeah essentially yeah, it's like but, gift giving but, but yeah. you're right then it's like you get all this stuff and then it's kind of like this christmas hangover of like it's just been go 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 did i even really like savor the moment mm-hmm. so i really like focus on what it was for exactly and, and I, then new year marketing is like 
you're not good enough. You need to fix yourself. You <laughs> yeah. better have goals Give and get rid of everything. Junk. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I have to share something really sweet that actually happened last night. So um, Tyler and I were putting Gwen to bed and well, actually we're putting both of our kids to bed and we were like in the transition of like one kid to another and I'm going switching him to go say goodnight to George and then, then I'm going to Gwen's room and he's like, hey, before you say goodnight to Gwen, stay in there with her because I have something that I want to do with y'all. And I was like, oh, okay. So I go to her room and the sweetest thing ever, he brings his Bible in and he was like, I was reading something today and he was like, if we read in the book of Luke, he was like, every night until Christmas, we'll have finished Luke. Like we read a chapter a night until Christmas. Is there 25 chapters? I, think, I guess there's 25 chapters. Yeah. Or maybe like 26. Wow. Something okay. like similar around there. And he was like, if we read one every night before Christmas, like we'll have read the whole book of Luke and like a lot of it's the Christmas story and like really just like different perspectives. That yeah. I Because a lot of what I've read referring to Christmas is in Matthew. And so I didn't realize that like in the Gospels, I mean, I know they're different accounts, but it's just interesting that we're reading like a totally different one than I did last yes. year. So it's like new, but the same. I love Which that. is Jesus to me. Yes. And so anyways... It was really sweet. So we were like reading, he was reading the first one and you could tell, I mean, Gwen, she's five. So her attention span gets like a little. <laughs> and it's sometimes. not with pictures. It's not like, yeah, it's you. Like, yeah, yeah. But it's the actual like adult Bible. And so we're like reading it and I can tell her she's kind of getting like a little like, you know, antsy moving around. And, but I was so proud of Tyler because he just like kept reading it. And then we left and like the, both of the parent and us were like, we wanted to see the fruit immediately of her be like, thanks dad for thinking of me and reading thanks for keeping me in the word dad <laughs> and making christmas about what it should be the birth of jesus way to keep the main thing the main thing <laughs> i know and he even told her he was like when i know that like you know there's a lot of santa talk right now especially for like their age and he was like i know that you're really excited about santa and about gifts but he was like we really need to remember that christmas is about jesus and i just love that in that moment i have a husband who like on december 1st was That's automatically so like hey let's put the focus back on jesus and not waiting until christmas eve or christmas day because cammy and i talked a little bit about this like when you desire something or have a goal or want something to happen, it's it's not just going to happen. Like, you have to work to make mm-hmm. it happen. And so it's like, yeah, it's really easy to just do all the Christmas things and, like, attend the parties and make sure we've, like, checked all of our boxes. But at the end of the day, no one, unless we're doing it for our own selves and our family, like, it's not like people are, hey, are you reading in Luke? Are you reading in Matthew? What are you doing? That's so this? true. You know? So well, I, like- I feel like the typical Christmas stuff, like, when we were talking earlier about, like, the hustle and the bustle – it's like that's the low hanging fruit. Like that's gonna naturally happen. Right. Like I look at my calendar right now, and it's hard not to get overwhelmed. To be like, there's right. we have like you know so Something many Christmas parties. We yeah. have like you know work stuff. Like just there's a lot of mm-hmm. even like this sounds so silly, but I love Hallmark Christmas movies. So like there's new movies coming out, and yes. I'm like, well, I, I have, have to watch, watch this one. one. I want to watch. Then we have our Christmas staples. Like gotta watch Santa Claus. Have gotta to. watch Elf. You know, have to. And the you holiday. Put, decorate the tree. Decorate mm-hmm. the house. Like mm-hmm. wrap gifts. There's all these things that are just already naturally gonna happen but what's not like what's not a natural bent what's not naturally just gonna fall into my lap is time with the lord right what's naturally not gonna like happen is you're right time to sit as a family and be in the word or just contemplating what does christmas mean to me Mm -hmm. what does it mean for our family what does it mean like practically in our day-to-day life to like celebrate his birth and I like one of my we talked we did songs last year for advent which i love yes i love that and one of my favorite songs was um, o come, O come, Emmanuel. Mm-hmm. And we were talked about how like preparing our hearts for him to come, the fact that God is with us and it takes preparation. It takes yeah. work. And when I think about this Advent series, when the Lord put it on my heart and then I shared it with you and you were like, yes, this is what we need to do. 
I think our yes was just unto the fact that even if no one else listens to this and it's just us sitting here, it's preparing art. It's preparing art. It's like yeah. I remember looking back last year, and I don't even know if I got to share this on the podcast. I think I did, but what I didn't know was that I would do this Advent mm-hmm. series. We would we did one every day for Advent last year, yeah, which, which was, was awesome. So good. We had guests who shared. It was so good. And what I didn't realize was that come Christmas morning, I was going to test positive for COVID. Oh my gosh, I forgot. Yes, and all my best laid Christmas plans that I was so excited about. And it about. was your first Christmas with Olsen. First Christmas with the baby. It was your first baby. Christmas to be a mom. I had so many expectations of what it was going to be, and they all like went out the window. I was really sick. I like had to obviously be away from family. Yeah. I had already previously gotten a couple other family members sick with COVID, not realizing it, feeling so guilty about that. And oh. I feel like everything that was like an extra fluffy thing was stripped away, but it was so kind of the Lord because leading up to that time, I had been talking like every day of like, about it's, not, Christmas yes, is it's about. not about that. It's not about even all that stuff is good. Like it's so good to like have your family traditions. I remember one of my family traditions that I get most excited about. It sounds so cheesy, but my dad makes homemade cinnamon rolls. Oh, I, that sounds They're amazing. They're so good. We get them once a year, Christmas morning, amazing. wake up, try to eat the cinnamon rolls. You no can't taste. taste it. Zero <laughs> taste. Can't taste a thing. And I'm like this... You know, but it really is that posture of your heart of like, okay, God, I say this, I pray this, but like now I'm having to live it out. Am I actually going to believe it and like believe it in my heart? Yes. And like, what is the good news this Christmas? Like all those other things are so good too. And I hope I can eat a cinnamon roll this year and taste it. Yeah, you will be able to. But like, you know, if all that was stripped away, is Christmas really about him? And I I love that Tyler did that. I know. And to be honest, this is what I mean also by those things just don't happen naturally. Like the picture perfect mom side of me wants to be like, it's so natural to bring our Bible in and then just <laughs> read a story from Luke and make sure my daughter knows the heritage of, you know, <laughs> yes, exactly. And, but to be very honest with you, seven thirty, eight o'clock at night, I am done. Like I'm not oh, yeah. the best version of myself. I get you're, little, you're like counting down. You're like, okay, yeah, um, like when does me time, me time about five minutes. Exactly. Like when does me time start? And so I'm just so grateful to Tyler in that moment because now he inspired me to be like, oh yeah, like this is December 1st. Like, let's yes. start this now. And now I'm pumped about it. And what's so funny is this, there, there's this thing about kids too, where like when you start something like traditionally, they will hold you accountable. So they true. get so excited. So she even has this like Advent change she made at school. And every day, we, every morning we take one off and we read a verse. And today was like, A is for angel. And like, and then, yeah, we read the verse about it and it was really sweet. And then she talks about like, what does an angel look like to her? And she describes the angel. It was very, very sweet. I love that. But anyway, so this morning she was like, mommy, let's go take another Bible verse off the chain. And like, she holds me accountable yes. to do it. And so it's like, if you, maybe this is a word for someone to hear, but it's like, if you as a parent and not, maybe you're not even a parent, but just take that first initial step. It's so much easier to make it a part of your daily routine, especially during Advent season in December, because I promise you it will prep you for just remembering what Christmas is all about. It's so good. And for those of you that are new to joining us in Advent, like what Advent literally just is, is it's the season in the church calendar that is preparing for Christmas. And so technically in like the big C church calendar, it's the four Sundays leading up to Christmas. And like not every church, you know, follows the typical church calendar, like upper room. I don't think talks about Advent or anything where the church that I go to, but growing up in a more like traditional church, it, I love like the rhythms of that calendar to be like, okay, this is a set apart time to be set apart for him. And mm-hmm. so that's what we're doing. 
we're going to talk about the scripture that we chose in a second, but can I give you a side note really quick? I would love a side okay. note. Okay, I don't think I've told you this. Maybe I have. I'm so excited. So we're talking about Christmas, decorating, family tradition. So I'm laughing because you were talking about best laid plans like for your kids or yes. trying to make this moment. Okay. Yes. So I like recently was like, okay, we have, we have, again, like we have a lot of like Christmas books. We have Santa stuff, yes. we have whatever, but yes. for like babies, it's harder to find like Jesus focused things. It is. And so I yeah. want to make sure that more than we talk about Santa, more than we talk about like, right. you know, silly elf on the shelf hiding. I want to talk about Jesus yeah. to Olson and I want him to know that it's about Jesus' birthday. So I've been trying to intentionally find like Christmas story books that talk about Jesus', Jesus birth, yeah. you know, the wise men, the shepherds. And then I got a couple puzzles that were like the manger scene and just like really being intentional with just like the little things because yes. that adds up, right? So fun fact about my son. I can't wait. Do you, have I told you what he's afraid of? No. I don't think you he's have. literally this kid is fearless. Amanda knows he is like big energy. Like oh yeah, he's just he's life a at a party. If, if yeah. you if babies can be enneagrams, also the seven. I, yeah, if I had to place a bet, I <laughs> yeah. would say I have a full on seven enneagram <laughs> child. He is just so funny, <laughs> fearless. I mean, like kind of to a scary point of like, why are you just walking off that wall? Like, do you think I'm gonna catch you? I guess I am because if I don't, you're gonna fall. You know, that type of kid. He is terrified of one thing. I can't wait. Sheep. You are joking. So scared of sheep. So, so scared. We don't understand it. I think the only thing I can think of is that he, like, we never really let him watch TV. And the first time he ever watched TV was when he was really sick with hand, foot, and mouth. He was about a year old. And there was a a Disney, like, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse episode with sheep in it. And I think he might have watched it and then had a bad dream. I don't know. But I'm telling you right now, if I say the word sheep, if I baw, like, make a ba sound or if he sees a sheep anywhere he literally either cries or he just goes shakes his head no and like looks so upset or pushes it away so as you can imagine me getting books on the birth of jesus <laughs> like sheep everywhere me, there's a sheep and you would never notice it until your kid's terrified of it every puzzle i've gotten every book we oh, get yeah. to a page or a picture with a sheep and he literally pushes the book with cannot handle it i'm like of all the things, like, if I, if I said the word sheep to him right now, he would be like, mm, mm, mm. what? It's, like, one of those things where I just have to laugh, but I'm, like, talk about having best laid plans. Like, my son, my one-and-a-half-year-old son is terrified of, of sheep. sheep. Oh. So, here we go. Just had to document that Wait. so that someday I can listen back and be like, oh, yeah, I remember when Olsen was scared of sheep. That is wild. How weird is that? That is crazy. Anyways. And I'm like, oh we know we have, like... The problem with that is, like, there's so many analogies of, like, the lion and the lamb. Like, it's yeah. really not going to stop. Or, like, so the Lord leading his sheep. Like, yeah. yeah, everything. And I'm like, well, since we she- are the sheep. sheep are kind. And he's like, no. <laughs> what? Anyways. So, Wait, you know what? That's going to be redeemed this Christmas. Yes, Lord. Jesus. We just pray that Olsen can remove his fear of sheep. I don't understand it. But, okay, so this year, instead of doing hymns, we wanted to talk about the scripture that we had in our heart was Isaiah 9-6. And you know what was so cool about this was when Amanda and I met to pray about what to talk about. God had put this scripture on both of our hearts and we had said that. Yeah, we I had literally do, just put it on our family Christmas card I mean, that I ordered. There was no way, I haven't so spit wild. it out. There's no way you would have even like no. known that. And the thing that we didn't even think about was there's four weeks and in the scripture that Amanda's about to read, there's four names that, this is like a prophetic word in Isaiah. So Isaiah, if you are new to the Bible, it's in the Old Testament and it's just like a prophecy that God gave to Isaiah and in this specific prophecy, he's actually a lot of Isaiah prophesies over who Jesus would be. And it's really cool because they're actually words that Jesus, when he lives out his life, he fulfills. And one of them is this scripture where he talks about who he's going to be. And he decides of all the names he could say, he chooses four specific names to describe 
who the son of God would be. And they are wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, and prince of peace. And so when we're reading this, we're like four weeks, four names. Let's dive into that. So Amanda, will you read the scripture? I'm so excited. And then we can so, talk about it. Um, so obviously today's episode, we're focusing on wonderful counselor. And it comes from Isaiah 9, 6. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. Amen. It's so good. I just want to rest in that Let's just, honestly... Thank you, Isaiah. I, have Tyler, I, mean, I need to have Tyler put the music in the background. Oh, we do. Like, we're, yes. we're, we're, doing oh, we're doing it. We're doing it. Put it in. Tyler, can you put it in now? But like, what's this a vibe? <laughs> it really is. Will so, you read it one more time? I will, yes. Read it really slow. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. That's good. It's just, what more do you need? You <laughs> honestly don't need anything else. <laughs> Truthfully. And do you know what I just want to talk about that I kind of just was highlighted to me in this moment of reading it? So this episode, we will obviously be doing Wonderful Counselor, and that's what we're focusing on, and just all the ways that we have seen Jesus personally counsel us in, in our lives. But as I was reading this verse, I was reading the beginning where it was saying the government will be on his shoulders. And obviously that's not a specific trait that Jesus has been, that's been prophesied about Jesus, but it's in that scripture. And I just thought to myself, like, if you live in 2021, the government right now is just straight up whack. Like whatever side you're on, like where you, there's no, there's no like arguing that we're a divided country for sure. Oh yeah. No matter if you're like, well, there's just like a lack of trust, I think, across the board. For with sure, the government right now, like it's like for sure. No, yeah, no matter what you who you, it does not about political right. This sides, is but I like, do feel like the one thing we can agree on is that there's division. Oh yeah, for, for sure. sure. And so, to me, even just from that standpoint of like, okay, this is the day and time that we're living in, and just knowing that the government will be on his shoulders, mm. it just like even that to me is so. I personally have never been someone who like puts my trust in government necessarily or like all my eggs in one basket of government but even just that little tidbit is like oh yeah yeah like what? well when I think of government like I think of authority and it's like there's just the weight of the authority of the world of like the things that we need provided for the questions that we have like it's falling on his shoulder like because when you right. think of something being on your shoulders it's like that's heavy that's a it's weight. weighty yeah but like it's good news to know that that weight is on him right it's not on us yeah it's not on or man and that's what i mean by like the physical actual government is that like those are men yeah and we have an ultimate government in jesus Mm -hmm. and that he's he's taking care of it so good well so when when we were picking you know going through the names like when i was thinking about wonderful counselor i feel like that stood out to me in the sense of the fact that I don't really think of God as a wonderful, like that's not a name I think of him as well. Like right. if you were to say God is a healer, savior, that yeah. Jesus would be a savior, he would be whatever, like that, those are more common, but I just don't really think of him that much as a wonderful counselor. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that that's like who God declared Jesus would be before he even came, like, you know, we always talk about the scripture, like Psalm 139, where it says like, he formed us in our mother's womb. Like, we're fearfully and wonderfully made. Like, he made us. Mm-hmm. Well, he did the same for Jesus. Like, yeah. you know, he 
Jesus was with God in the beginning. He was has always been. He always will be. But then he so humbly came and was a baby in Mary's womb, like, and was formed and knitted together in Mary's womb to be birthed like a normal human, which is wild. Mm-hmm. But that he would have a personality and like attributes and things that would be ascribed to him. And like we were describing Olson earlier, like the way it's I would describe my son would be like funny, life yes, of the party, like sure. joyful, you know, determined. Hundred and ten percent. Those are the things that as his mother, like I love discovering about him Mm -hmm. and I love like as he gets older uncovering like more of who God already made him to be yeah but knowing that like I'm not making him that way like Mm -hmm. I'm actually just like picking up the breadcrumbs and like the puzzle pieces to discover who God already formed him to be like before the foundations of the earth God created Olsen in his dream and like had a plan for his life and they were specific and it was a plan you know and but it's cool to think about that he did the same for Jesus. Like, yeah. he did the same for his son. And, like, all along, he knew that Jesus was going to be the redemption story. He was going to be the one that saved the world. He was going to be all these things. Mm-hmm. And he had attributes and characteristics assigned to him as the redeemer. And, like, these are four of the words he used. He, like, was like, my son is going to be a wonderful counselor. He's going to be a mighty God, a blessing father, a prince of peace. And, like, that's so cool to think of his personality that way and like now to dissect him as a wonderful counselor like all week I've been thinking about that like okay like if that's who you are and that's who your father said you were and he made you like I want to know you like that yeah you know? yeah and I want to believe it for myself yes yeah and the only way to really believe it is to trust it and to apply it to your own life like he is your counselor 100 percent. um and I just wanted to share something that I thought was so just the Holy Spirit in this moment. So right before we recorded this podcast and we knew we were going to be talking about Wonderful Counselor, I went to this coffee shop to get a little bit of work done. And I overhear this conversation of this older man and a younger man who he he's being counseled, first of all, by this older man, this younger man is. And he's telling him about how Jesus and the Spirit counsels us. And I no was like, way. is this a joke? Because I'm actually about to go do a podcast about this. And it was honestly, it felt like just like a little kind hug from the Lord of being like, yeah, this is what you're supposed to talk about today. And I'm showing you that I'm counseling all over. Like this isn't just something that's in this podcast. Like I'm counseling every day in so many people's lives and everywhere you go. I love that. I know, that's that so like specific that you overheard that it was conversation. So, they were sitting behind me. And so I was like, I really couldn't miss it. And I forgot headphones. So I didn't even have headphones with me. And I was like just doing my work. But also like everything this man was saying was blessing me. And I was like, yes, yes. Like, I guess. And I don't want to turn around okay. and like. I love that too. Because when I think about Wonderful Counselor, when I was processing it this week, I was thinking about how. Okay, like a counselor is one thing, but to say wonderful counselor. Yeah. It's like that is because like if I had a counselor that was a wonderful counselor, they would be wise. Mm-hmm. They would be like giving me the right answers, mm-hmm. you know, like so this, leading me down the right path. Yes. Yeah, so this younger man, I heard him ask specifically, how did you know that you could tell that maybe he's having like some dating trouble or like isn't really sure if like the girl he's dating is the one. He talked mentioned a lot about an ex-girlfriend. I'm not sure the end. wasn't eavesdropping that much. I was working, but I was also really <laughs> I didn't want to be like rude, so I didn't get all the details, but that's the vibe that I got. And he's asking this older man and he's saying, how did you know when your wife was the one? And this older man says, I didn't. And he said, I had to ask the Lord. And I had to be counseled by the Lord about it because he oh has the answers. Yes, he has answers. And that's the thing is it's like, oh my gosh, that's so, I love just the way he put it of that, like, 
you, you hear most people like when you ask that question, myself included, of like, I knew my husband was the one in this moment. Or I knew it here. I knew it then. And I love that he just said, yeah, I really didn't know for sure. I had to like go to the Lord and I had to ask and be counseled and say, Jesus, is this the woman that you have for me? And he was a wonderful counselor and gave me the answers that I needed. And it was just like, oh my God, I I just loved that so much. That's so good. Well, and you and I both have shared how in seasons we've both been to counseling and how that's been so helpful in our Mm -hmm. lives. And when I, I don't know about you, but when I went into counseling for the first time, I think I had this idea that they were going to like give me the answers. That they were just going to be like, I was going to go and I was going to share my heart and they were going to be like, cool, now you do this and this and this and these are your problems and Mm -hmm. blah, blah. But what I've discovered in having counselor or a counselor is that a lot of times it's it's a slower process than you want it to be Mm -hmm. it's a lot of asking questions for you to uncover in yourself what's already there or what the right answer is and it's a lot of like looking at things from different sides and so when I think about God being a wonderful counselor that's such a good way to describe him and actually I looked up before this like there's the Holy Spirit specifically is described as a counselor or an advocate like multiple times in the New Testament or across the Bible. And it makes sense because it's that inner voice, like the Holy Spirit is that voice that when you are seeking something out, it's the voice that takes time to listen to. Yeah. That you have to be still, you have to like seek it out. It's not just like a lot of times the like loud booming answer mm-hmm. or like something written in the sky, but it's like taking the time for those like quiet moments. And it's that internal thing in your heart that you have to like take time to go to and so I just think it's really cool that just like going to a counselor a lot of times when we talk to God people ask me like when you say you hear from God like what does it look like it's like well it's a lot of times like you're saying it's not like a it's not these specific and sometimes it is but like a lot of times it's having to take time to sit with him Mm -hmm. having to take time to like ask other people to have Mm -hmm. wise counsel to ask people to pray all these things and then it's that process with him, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And it kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier, where it doesn't, unless we're like knowing the voice of God and like knowing that he's our counselor, we're not just going to wake up one morning and be like, oh yes, counseled by the Lord yes, today. Yes. Like we do, we have to set time aside and learn his voice and learn mm-hmm. maybe what we even want to be counseled about. Like, yeah. I feel like we have to be willing to go there in ourselves to be like, okay, Lord, I'm not just going to numb out and like push the things down that I know you're calling me to talk with you about and just asking and you're right it is so much of the time and me personally the ways that I have felt the most counseled by the Lord was when he probed the questions and when he I sat with him and I was like okay I know this is what you're saying Lord and sometimes he has said something and I've been like that can't be true like that can't be (laughs) right that can't be right are you sure like no probably not and I do feel like half the time it's been giving him something that's been really good in order to just get something even greater back from him. But I've learned all those things through his counsel Mm -hmm. and through these little moments of like, oh yes, that's the Holy Spirit. And just knowing, once you know what you know, you can't unknow it. And I do feel like once you have you know, like been baptized in the Spirit and know his voice and know the Spirit, you can't not know it when you hear it. That's so true. And and I love like the fact that you said you have to keep going back to him too. Because I think... With a counselor, I don't know if you felt this way, but when I first started going to counseling too, I think mm-hmm. I thought, oh, well, I'll go for six months and all and my, then I'll be good. everything yes. will be done, yes. and all my problems will be solved, <laughs> and I'll be never stressed again, you know, whatever. But it's it's like there's always more to uncover, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's kind of the same, and not kind of, it is the same with having Jesus be our wonderful counselor yeah. because we can always go to him, but it's like kind of a never-ending thing. Like we mm-hmm. should always be going to him. Right. And sometimes, I don't know if you've ever had your counselor do this, but like, they'll ask you the question that you're like, 
oh, I know. Why did you have there. to ask? Go there. Why did you have to ask me that? Or why did like I thought you were gonna say this, and instead you, said you flipped went, the coin yeah. and said this way. You know, and I feel like the, the Lord does that a lot. Like a, a good lot. counselor knows when to say the right thing. Yeah. And it doesn't talk a lot. Like uh-huh. if you're if you paid for a counseling session and your counselor talked the whole time, that's not a good counseling no. session, right? No. But I feel like it's the same a lot of times with God. Like it's not like he's verbose. I feel like when he talks to me a lot, like a lot of times yeah. it's like these simple things that he wants me to listen to and like be obedient to. Yeah. But they're like so like good and you're like, that's so true. I like know, that's so I real. Know, and I then know. And then he, he probes you to look at it in different ways, you know? And it, it's, it's so true. And it is, you, you're, it's wonderful because it's, it's complete. It's from like the cool thing about even the Lord more than an earthly counselor by far is that we can trust that if it comes out of his mouth, mm-hmm. it's true and yeah. it's going to be for our good and it's going to be encouraging and it's going to not just be for our good, but for the good of those around us, the good of the body. Like, mm-hmm. like I feel like when I go to God with an issue, maybe let's say you and I had a fight and mm-hmm. I go to him. And I actually sit and ask him, like, Lord, Amanda and I are having this issue. Like, what do I do? I can trust that when I feel his voice speaking to me, that it's not just going to be fighting on my behalf, but also on yours. Right. And yeah. that's a wonderful counselor because it's not mm-hmm. like he just has my back. He also has your back. And so yeah, it's like, that's so good. he's going to work it all together. Your counselor. Right. Yeah. It he's is also a wonderful yeah. counselor. Oh my gosh. And he's I writing a that. bigger story, yeah. too. Like, and so when I think of Jesus being the wonderful counselor, like, I think about how he came on earth. Like, you were saying, reading the Gospels. Like, the way he lived his life, he was so able to meet every person where they were yeah. at. And like, I, the, for some reason, I was thinking about this today when in preparation for talking about this, but the woman at the well, like mm. she came for water, she came for this situation, but he went to that deepest place and he was like, oh, you want water? Well, if you knew who you were talking to, you would you ask for you living need, water. Yeah, you don't need, you don't need that. Oh, like you think you need this? Well, you had five husbands and that didn't work for you. And it wasn't condemning. It wasn't like... But he was like, hey, we're not here for, like, the fluff. Like, I want to yeah. get to the root. And you know what's crazy about and that call story? It out. Yes. And you know what's crazy about that story, too, that I always think about is that he went into specifics that only she would know. Yes. Like, things only about her husband's. Like, I think there's one that he talks about, like, he's, when, anytime you see an orange or, like, there's orange scents, you think of your first husband because he, he did something, like, with fruit that had to do with oranges. Really? Yeah. Yes. I'm serious. Oh, I've yes. never heard that. Yes. Oh. Yes. It, it was in, like, a study I did once That's about, like, so diving crazy. deeper about yeah. how... Like, he talked to her about, like, specifics of each husband, and that's when she, like, wow. fully broke down because she was like, how do you know things that only, like, I right. know inside my heart? Like, who else would think when I smell an orange, I think of my first husband? Like, things like that. Yeah. Which, it is. It's, like, it's going to those places of, like, let's be real. Let's be intimate. Let's yeah. just call a spade a spade. Yeah. But I'm not, ju- he, like, wasn't judging. He wasn't condemning. Mm-hmm. He just was like, hey, like, I know this is what you say you need, mm-hmm. but, like, actually, I think there's a deeper need here. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's a lot of times, like, when I come to God with, like, my own shallow hurt, like, if I'm upset about something, mm-hmm. like, it's so kind of him and wonderful of him to really be like, okay, you might be upset that you didn't get invited to this thing, mm-hmm. but really it stems back to three years ago when yeah. someone said this and you felt rejected. It's like he brings it to the root so that he can take it out and replace it with his totally, truth. Totally, yes. And just to sit and ask God, like, where is this coming from? Yeah. And he will reveal it 100%. That's so good. Um, so I wanted to read something that was in, like, another Advent devotional. And I will definitely put this in the notes so that you guys can refer back to this one. Um, it's just on the Bible app if anyone who has the Bible app. But um, it reminded me about how when... Gabriel, the angel, came and told Mary that she would conceive a son. And obviously that was through the Holy Spirit. And we may not in our lives have a Gabriel or like someone that we feel like right away comes and gives us this 
clear message wow. is angel in our bedroom. But I do believe that God has left his spirit for that reason with us. And we have the Holy Spirit to guide us. And I do believe that the Holy Spirit can be your counsel if you allow it. So I just want to read this from, and it, it's a devotional based on Isaiah 9-6. I believe that's the one I'm reading, right? 9-6. Mm-hmm. Um, and it says, if I can pull it up, it says, God may never send an angel or a dream to guide us in his ways, but we have been given God's spirit within us that we may be led through our heart and conscience. Conscience. I can never say the word. We have been given the Bible as a source of inspiration and as a map to follow. We have also been given friends, family, brothers and sisters in Christ to counsel us in our walk of faith. So like Mary and Joseph, grab hold of what we are given by God and follow in obedience. And I love that too because it talks about... Just friends and family. And I know with my friendship with Cammie, and hopefully you guys listening have this friend in your life. And if you don't, I highly suggest you seek them out. Um, But I have had moments where I believe it's the Spirit and I believe it's the Lord, but I'm not, maybe I'm like 96% confident in it. And I just feel like he knows even that I need this like little nudge Mm -hmm. to be like the confirmation yes or no. And nine times out of 10, no, I would say 10 times out of 10 actually, I would come to Cammie with it and be like, okay, here's what I'm thinking. Here's what the Lord has said. I just need your confirmation. Like, what is the Lord telling you about this? And like genuinely 10 times out of 10, it's exact. Cammie's advice is exactly what the Lord has told me to. I feel the same about you for the record. I just love that he's given us, yes, his Holy Spirit is our counsel and God is our counsel and the Trinity is our counsel. But I love that he's giving us friends and family and moms and dads and sisters and people that are tangibly in our lives. And legit counselors. And and legit counselors, yes. And people who are tangibly in our lives to be like, here's what I'm, here's what I think I'm hearing. Here's what I think I'm seeing. And I do feel like that sharpens us in our walk so that the next time we hear from the spirit, we get wiser and wiser, like knowing that that's him and we just become confident Mm -hmm. in who he is as a wonderful counselor. And I think the theme of what you're saying with both of those is like in order to have a wonderful counselor you need to be able to be wonderfully counseled mm, and i think that's that good. means Ooh, we're making that a... Ooh, Ooh. Again. <laughs> okay in order to have a wonderful counselor you need to be available to be wonderfully counseled which okay. means your heart has to be open you have to be vulnerable you have to sit before god and people that you are in a trusted relationship with and sometimes it's like we want god to speak but we're not willing to listen so he might be speaking but we're not hearing mm-hmm. or maybe people are trying to like say things in your life maybe they're talking to you about the relationship that they see that is not healthy for you and they've said it time and time again and maybe the lord's trying to speak through them and you're shutting that door because mm. it feels uncomfortable to be vulnerable so i would love to leave us all with the encouragement today that we have a wonderful counselor it's a promise in his word that we just read and so it's access it's it's accessible at all times mm-hmm. But I think my challenge for us between this next week is what does it look like to allow ourselves to be wonderfully counseled? Like Mm, how, what does it look like in your drive to work, in your shower, in your quiet time, in a conversation with a friend to open yourself up just like a little bit more Mm -hmm. to hearing his voice and being obedient to it and hearing the counsel of those around you so that you can be different in 2022. Yeah. Ooh, I love that so much. It's so good. I mean, do you want to pray for us? Yes, I would love to. Lord, we just come to you today, God, and we are incredibly thankful, number one, just to be able to get to do this podcast, God, to be able to live in a space where we can talk so freely about you and share your word. It's just um, a blessing that I think I know myself can take for granted, God, and I just want to acknowledge the fact that we're so thankful to be able to do this. It's um, such a blessing for Cammie and I, and I pray that it is for others as well. 
And Lord, I just thank you for this verse um, in Isaiah 9, 6, that we can really dissect it and go deeper. And I know for me, I wouldn't even probably be doing this if it wasn't for the podcast. I'm so grateful for this chance to just acknowledge you as my wonderful counselor, as our wonderful, wonderful counselor, and just to sit with you and ask how, maybe reflect on the ways that I've seen that in my life from you, God, and what I'm going to do about that in the next coming year, not only in this Christmas season, but as I also walk into 2022. And God, I just um, pray right now specifically for the girl listening, God, who needs a counselor. God, I just pray that in this moment, you would meet her right where she's at, whether she's driving, cleaning her house, God, parenting, being a mom, um, just stewarding gifts that she's been given, God. I pray that right now in this moment, she would feel completely wrapped in your arms, God, and just counseled by you in the next season and in the next step in her life, God. And um, also that you would redeem things maybe in the past that have been hurtful and counsel her that way as well, Father. And Um, I just thank you so much for this story and that we get to celebrate your birth time and time again every year, every Christmas season. And I pray that as we walk into this Advent season, that this would be only about you, God. And yes, gifts are wonderful, God. Family time, meals, the homemade cinnamon rolls, all those things are amazing, Father. But I just pray that each and every day we can center our hearts um, back to what it's all about, God. And it's about you being the son of God. And we love you, Father, and we thank you. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Oh, so good. I feel refreshed. Me too. <laughs> Guys, I'm Cami. I'm Amanda. We're basically basic. And we know you are too. Be blessed. And be basic. And have a Merry Christmas.